0: Listener production. Snuggle up with 20 minutes of the fur balls coughed up by two of the cutest little kittens wrestling their way across the on-demand ecosphere. It's Matt and Alex all-day breakfast.
1: Welcome to a Monday. I hope you had a very good weekend, and I know I did, Matt O'Kine. It's always a good weekend when you're a winner.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. What did you win? (laughs) I think you had a front
1: row seat to what I won because
2: we had our very
1: first meme, the impossible meme uh. competition. <laughs> yeah, uh, We dropped it late Friday. Thank you to everyone who uh, follows us on Instagram, Matt. and who voted as to what was the superior meme of a photo of a gentleman uh, looking very euphoric, opening his shirt to reveal a Superman T-shirt underneath. And in the background of the photo, Matt O'Kind turning around incredulously. We had to come up with a
2: caption for it. And I believe... Do we know the final figures, Ron? Oh, it was like a million to one. <laughs> Pretty you much. You absolutely <laughs> pantsed me. It was embarrassing. But look, if you still want to weigh in, then we, it'll still be up there. Hit us up at matt.an.alex. You can uh, vote for it underneath. But I think it's it'd all just be a consolation prize from here, really.
1: Well, what did you? What was your um, caption there, Matt, for that oh, photo? I was just
2: going for a little bit of Fri-yay vibes, you know? When you walk into the pub on payday-like... And then old Superman, Clark Kent vibes.
1: Mm. Well, I think it it certainly wasn't dank enough. Yeah, you can go feel good, but the only way you're going to do that is if it was a minion uh, coming through and doing that uh, Superman reveal. I went the triple tier, much like the same way of, you know, the um, distracted boyfriend meme, but instead the me being the person, the Superman opening it was using a paper straw and then Matt looking around going, my mouth, where the paper straw turns to mush. And the people spoke <laughs> with their margarita emojis. Thank you, everyone, for voting. And if you've got a photo that you think Matt and I could make a meme out of, please DM us, matt.and.alex.
2: And Alex Dyson, while I was a loser at the Impossible Meme competition, I feel like a winner in life because it is my little daughter's fourth birthday. Happy birthday to Sophia. Love you to bits. And, Aww. Um, Happy birthday, Sophia. Really wholesome stuff coming out of the weekend. I might talk about the party to Moz, Um, but we've got a big show for you today, Clickfish, and also the scandal that's rocking the public broadcaster in the UK. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Let's dive right in. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we
0: go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
2: Well, tasty little cup of morning tea for you, Alex Dyson, coming out of The United Kingdom, looking not so united at the moment. Have Uh you been following this Gary Lineker debacle? Gary Lineker? Is he a, wait, does he like play for Manchester United or
1: is he in like, what's that boy band, Westlife or something?
2: (laughs) He was an old footballer. Yes, he now hosts a TV show called Match of the Day, right? But a single tweet from Gary has seemingly turned the BBC on its head. Head.
1: All right, I just need clarification. Match of the day again? Is that football or is that a dating show? <laughs> I don't.
2: It's it's the it's the England's like favourite um, football show. Okay. That sort of shows highlights. We're talking all of the all the events that have taken place across the uh, across the day, the Saturday. Yep. There's lots of games that go down on a Saturday in England. Okay, lots of Premier League games, and this this guy is the. To give you an example. Gary Lineker is the top paid BBC presenter. <gasps> Even right? more so than this Kevin is, MacLeod. This is no... Li- <laughs> yeah. Bigger than the Grand Designs guy. Yes. <laughs> and his show doesn't take three years to film. So <laughs> yeah. pay per uh, appearance is probably... Um, although, yeah, yeah, they might be matched. But... um. <coughs> gary got in trouble for now i don't know whether you whether you've heard about this alex dyson well my twitter got hacked so i haven't been on it for ages oh no what happened oh yeah was it one of those hackings where you're you accidentally liked a porn page at two in the morning (laughs) (laughs) no i was
1: just logged out of it for a while and i'm like oh you know how you get logged out sometimes i'm like i can't be bothered logging logging in elon and all that then um a friend sent me a text like hey if you changed your Twitter name to Gary Vanderchuk? I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is I don't know, he's some crypto inspirational speaker or something like that. Oh, anyway. Oh no. Anyway, so act, just mate. anything I like or tweet just don't listen to it.
2: Well, okay, it'll be interesting to see what what Gary, no, what's your what's your name? Gary Vanderchuk. Gary Vanderchuk has to say about the about the UK's new asylum seeker policy. Have you heard about this? Oh, what are they doing now? So they have decided it's... to take a leaf out of our books, would you believe, and decide to ban, this is the policy that they're trying to impart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, trying to ban entry of asylum seekers arriving in small boats across the English Channel. Right. So the idea is, this is the policy they're trying to implement if you come to England via a boat, you are never coming in. Got it right? Are they going to do sound, what Australia did? Does this you, sound familiar to you, Alex
1: Dyson? Yeah, come up with a movie about it, like <laughs> the, the Immigration Department literally funding a film to say it's not worth it to come on a
2: boat. That was a I very mean, interesting move, wasn't it? Because it didn't show. They didn't show it on our screens. No, did they? <laughs> it was not released in theaters around here. Um. But i find that's very
1: interesting. I mean, they're all they're all for Brexit, not so much Brentry. Um, <laughs> no,
2: exactly. Right? Mind you, that there's... That stands I mean, for pe- boat entry. People are saying that there's... Uh, there's the, the UK's falling apart and all that sort also, of stuff, okay?
1: Also, people go into the UK as well. I've seen photos like this is the shelves of the supermarket empty in the UK because it's tough to import stuff. I know, stuff.
2: because they don't have anyone there. And then they show... <laughs>
1: There's supermarket shelves in Ukraine at the moment, and they're quite well stocked for a country that has been invaded.
2: So... And at, is at war at the moment? I don't know what they say about swimming to the UK, by the way. A lot of people have done it. You know, true. a lot of people have done the, the, the channel swim. That's true. So I don't know if that is jet, a... Jet ski? Uh, you know, yeah, whether it's just small boats. Um, But Gary Lineker highest paid presenter, BBC hosts TV show match of the day. Everyone's favorite premier league show puts out a tweet saying, look, the language that they're using around this is reminiscent of 1930s Germany. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now this is where shit kicks off. It
1: often does once. <laughs> 1930s Germany no,
2: comes up. And please, For good can or I bad, just say that I'm not laughing about anything to do with 1930s Germany. Nope. But it definitely does shit. I mean, you've, you have been on the other end of this. Mm-hmm. Well, not you personally. Mm-mm. I was adjacent to it all. And so, yeah, but it's And you will not, not be commenting fun. any further, 100%. No, it's not fun. Um, And, you know, rightly yeah, so. Yeah, well, we had,
1: I remember Jermaine Greer, famous feminist Author of the Female Unit came on, and we we're doing it. What you do after a show on radio is you do have an air check. You listen back to the show to see what you could have done better. And Jermaine invoked a, 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 you know, a World War II simile and something like that. We're listening back, and he's like, Look, it's probably best just to all mentions of that, just get rid of them, just
2: dump them, come up with a different analogy. You Especially know. when you're working for the broad public broadcaster, mm-hmm. right? It's like, if don't even, do never compare anything to anything like that, dump it, or you, you are going to get in trouble. We, we well, I mean, we yeah. have had meetings like that as well. Well, that's the thing
1: as well, because I know if you want to be vigilant and you never want anything like that to happen again, it is, you know, important to remember, but man, you've got to be careful when invoking it.
2: <laughs> so Gary Lineker has written, this is the tweet. Called the uh, government's plan to detain and deport migrants arriving by boat an immeasurably cruel policy directed at the most vulnerable people in language that is not dissimilar to that used by Germany in the 30s. Right? That's a pretty well thought out measured tweet in my personal humble opinion. Okay?
1: If you were to go through every tweet ever put up on that website, it would be in the (laughs) more articulate... (laughs) And thought through of the yes. thoughts that have been thrown, right? Thrown up on that wall over the years. Okay, so you might not agree with it, but it is, you know, relatively.
2: <laughs> um. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like your toes might be a bit sore from all the tiptoeing you're doing around this topic, Alex Dyson. Just is there something you want to say?
1: Um, no, you, you brought the story. Let's just keep going, shall we? <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. So, anyways, to put a, take a long story short, mm. right? The government kicks off about Gary saying this because he works for the BBC, right? Right, and they said that that is him taking an unimpartial stance to the government's to that to the government, right? Yeah. So they they call Gary in for a meeting, right, and say, listen. The
1: BBC does,
2: or like literally,
1: the politicians. BBC.
2: Do? Well, the the, the politicians have, have issued statements saying that um, he should be fired. Um, that the that it's inappropriate and unacceptable. Um, that some of their you know some of the MPs in the government had family that were associated with nineteen thirties Germany, and therefore it's incredibly um, you know emotionally mm. triggering for them for him to make this comparison, etc. Who f-
1: fled to places like the UK?
2: I'm going to keep going with okay, the Okay, keep going, keep going. So, Lineker. I'll keep trying to be a ballerina. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Gary gets called in by his bosses at the BBC, mm. right? They say, Gary, mate, what you've said here, the government's annoyed. They think it's yeah. inappropriate. It's showing impartiality. It's not impartial, sorry. Mm. You're taking sides here. You're not allowed to do that as... One of the big dogs of the public broadcaster. We're going to have to sit you out for, for an episode. And we want you to make an apology and say that you will look at using your social media a little smarter next time. Okay. Gary Lineker goes, how about you shove it in the, in your bloody channel tunnel (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) And and I I stand by what I said, right? Yeah. So he. So then he. They. They're like, well, you can't host the match match of the day this week. And he's like, fine, I won't. Then his co-hosts, other mm-hmm. professional, pro, you know, sporting players, are sure. like, we stand by what Gary says. Yeah. We're out too. Then the people who are doing the links, they're like, nah, we're out too. Oh. Then. Players from the from the Premier League are like, well, in we the can't teams. be, yeah. We're like, we're not going to be going on the show and being interviewed and stuff like that. Plenty of them would have come from outside the UK. You exactly. Watch, you watch so this? then the Players Association are like, well, not d- despite any pre pre existing uh, agreements to feature on their shows. No players are coming on your on your shows any on like about soccer. So then they start doing it. Then people in there's radio. Then there's soccer shows. Soccer shows in Scotland. And in Wales, they're like, do you know what? Stuff is. We're not going up either. <laughs> now get this. Then they think, okay, well, it doesn't matter. We'll just show the highlights of the game. We'll sure. stitch together the highlights. But the BBC doesn't have commentary rights to the matches. That's owned by the Premier League. So they often get individual commentators to commentate the game, which they then chop up and show as highlights within match of the day. Yeah. All of the commentators were like... Shove it. <laughs> so now there's things dro- like <laughs> programs are dropping off. Wow. BBC is scrambling. They have to make an apology because their programming is so terrible. They, instead of this hugely watched show match of the day, they have to cut together a commentatorless highlights package. <gasps> Of just twenty minutes worth of just soccer with just no commentary, production or anything. music in the background, <laughs> 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 no, no, no no title no, stings, no, no, no nothing, no, 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 no reports, no. no nothing, and they still don't know how this is all going to be resolved. So <laughs> it has been a very tasty cup of Earl Grey going down across the public broadcaster, and now the I mean the government, I mean the prime minister is stepping in, saying, "Well, I don't I don't know what you want me to do about this. this is up to BBC and Gary and everyone." So. Rishi, Rishi is hasn't weighed into this at all. He said it's up to them. I can't. I'm not going to resolve it, but we stand by the policy. That's all he said.
1: Bron, what are your thoughts on this? Have you ever um, publicly rubbished your own news organisation? You used to work for a news, a news <laughs> no, show.
0: I don't like to talk about. It. <laughs> don't bring that, that part into of my <laughs> But that guy should have just had a new Twitter bio. What a lot of people that work for the government um, in media say, which is you know thoughts are my own and not reminiscent of. Whoever. Yeah,
2: not expressions of my employer or whatever, right? Does that like, do anything for anyone? Does that anyone? save you at all?
0: Does that hold up in court?
1: I think that is the equivalent of like, Barley's when you're playing Tiggy or something like that.
2: You're off ground and you're like, Bali. So it's starting to be a little bit like, well, you can't even criticise mm. the government. You know what that's reminiscent of? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get the balance. Out, this mate. is all day breakfast. <laughs> More swan lake
2: after this. <laughs> click,
1: click, click. Click, click
0: click click fish. Click. with producer Bron.
1: Yes, we always love this out of studio immigrant coming in to have a chat to us. It is oh producer God Bron. My God. <laughs> Hello. Is that no good?
2: No, no look, to, we're not deleting it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's keep going. Make a public apology. <laughs> Welcome, Bron. Thank you. Um, so what have you been clicking over the last couple of days? This is a se- the segment, by the way, where we ask you to click the headlines that we desperately want to click, but don't want to give these media sites the uh the glory
1: yeah. Of Feel our free to paid. send send articles through to Bronn so she has to read them instead of yourself. Um Bron, what have what have you got on to today?
0: So Heather has sent this one in. Headline Hamish and Zoe Foster Blake separate to spend more one on one time with each of their children. That's from the Daily Mail. What? Yep, you heard it here first. Okay,
2: okay. So <laughs> Hamish They're Blake. obviously using language here to make us think that they have had a divorce or something, right? But really, they've actually just taken one child each out for the day.
0: Yes. Well, for a weekend, but still. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly what's happened. They've been happily married since 2012. Um, Still together, we can confirm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. As you said, took each one of their kids away for a little getaway one-on-one time um, and separated, I guess, temporarily (laughs) um, to different parts of (laughs) Australia.
2: That is absolute... (laughs) No, I'm I'm about this. I'm all about. I reckon it is time for the Hamish and Zoe pylon. I am <laughs> sick of those two. Absolutely sick of them both. Yeah. Being a glorious, attractive, happily married couple, yep. who s- dedicate so much of their time to their kids. And come
1: up with good right? ideas to make sure up with they good have ideas. a great. Mate, yeah. have you
2: seen Hamish's birthday cakes that he makes? Oh, yeah. For his kids. He's up all night making, like, Aladdin cave buddy tigers and stuff. Yeah. Nah, in the bin with both of them, I reckon. <laughs> Honestly, I am done. <laughs> let's let, let's not stop here, Daily Mail. Let's go harder <laughs> on them, I reckon. I think Matt is looking
1: for a Daily Mail article. And hello to those journalists from the Daily Mail joining us right now. Um, are you looking for a headline Matt O'Kind slams... <laughs> Zoe Foster Blake and Hamish for being
2: in the bin. That's what <laughs> yeah, I said. Into the oh, bin. No, I shouldn't have said
1: that. <laughs> but okay, <it> slams. <laughs> was it? Have you got a reason for it though? You ha- you haven't done the because thing yet. What do you mean? Is it because they're making us look bad? Is it because yes? Yeah, okay. they're
2: making us all look terrible. They're making us feel horrible about our you know average lives. I'm sick mm. of them both. Mm. What is it? Punch down, guys. <laughs> Please, can
1: you just have the common decency to have a scandal
2: once in a while? No, come on, please. Unbelievable. Would it kill you to publicly embarrass yourself in some way for once, so that these people from the Daily Mail don't have to just
1: pull adjectives from nowhere to try and make it seem there's some sort of news in your world? Give, think of them. Anyway, Bron, what else we got? <laughs> this
0: is from money.com, headline. Money.com! <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, Earning okay. more money actually does make people happier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in other news, I the think sky this- is blue.
2: Um, uh, yeah, I think we've all realised that that whole money doesn't make you happy thing is
0: What a load of alive. crap. A <laughs>
2: lie. Yeah. yeah, isn't it like money doesn't buy happiness, but...
1: Happiness has diminishing returns the more money, <laughs> yeah. money that you yeah. have. Like, there's a certain yeah, exactly. point where <laughs> you, it's harder and harder to get happier and happier the more money you make. But um, yeah, it's, it's better than not having money.
0: <laughs> Definitely. The first line is We all suspected it, and now there's even more research to prove it. Earning more money does actually make people happier, according to a new study from researchers at Princeton University and the University of Pennsylvania. So, and it also finds that happiness rises as income does. <laughs> Shocking, wow. shock horror here. Yeah,
2: okay. They also
0: found, and this is another crazy statistic, they found out that an increase in earnings up to $500,000 did boost happiness in most people.
1: So if you got a $500,000 increase in your wage, you were happier?
0: Y- yeah. I wouldn't, <laughs> no, I wouldn't wait, believe wait, wait, wait. it, but there's These research. people went to
1: university <laughs> to study this. Yep. How, who are they finding who gets a $500,000 raise? <laughs> Who are they finding?
2: <laughs> is this the public they're asking the public?
0: I don't know where they're. A raise got between
2: 5,000 and 10,000. That's unbelievable. A 500000 dollars increase is that's Who's, that is like lotto money, hey.
1: It has to be. Like mm-hmm. people on the scratchies
0: or something? <laughs> What's happening? I'm not sure. They did say people that were rich, of course, could experience sadness. <laughs> If if things like heartbreak, bereavement or clinical depression were involved.
2: other What are you talking about? You're pretty happy. That is... Yeah, quite surprisingly, when someone close to them dies, they feel sad. Yeah. Yeah, not just like, oh, "Oh, well, look at this money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, thank you very much, Bron. We appreciate it. That, and let us know, look, maybe you disagree. Maybe if you've won the lotto or you have had a $500,000 increase in your earnings, <laughs> let us know.
1: Mo' money, mo' problems.
2: Yeah, let, let please, I'd love to hear from you at matt.ann.alex on Instagram. But thank you very much, Bron, and thank you for listening to another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We sincerely hope we get to see you same time, same place tomorrow. That's the way. We will catch you next time. Until then, bye-bye.